Hey guys, it's me, Jenna Hartley. Welcome to Heart to Heart. This is the place to be if you want to be inspired, be empowered, and find ways to embrace the strong woman I know you already are. So buckle up and let's get ready to discover our inner badasses. I'm Jenna Hartley. Welcome to Writer Wednesdays, a weekly chat with my author friends. It's a chance to get to know the writers behind your favorite stories, as well as hopefully discover some new to you authors. This week's guest is Emily McIntyre. Hey, Emily. Hi. Uh, she is an emerging author of new adult contemporary romance, a longtime songwriter, and an avid reader. Emily has always had a passion for the written word and a penchant for painful, messy, beautiful romance. After all, what's a happily ever after without a dose of angst? When she's not writing, you can find her living the stay-at-home mom life in Florida with her husband and their daughter and their dog. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so I'd love to talk about songwriting and how that process works for you and in general and in relation to books, uh, mostly because I feel like as an author, when I hear songs now, it's different to me because I think, gosh, sometimes for me, like the hardest part is like writing the blurb, right? Because you're condensing oh, the whole yeah. book into like a very short, um, short amount of words. And so I feel like with songwriting, you like, you really have to pack a punch. And so I feel like, I wonder if that you feel like that helps you as a writer, how it influences you? That's a really good question because the blurb is definitely the hardest part for me too. I cannot stand writing blurbs. I don't know why that it's like some mental block, <laughs> but um, with songwriting, I mean, I've been writing songs since I was a little kid. I have hundreds of notebooks filled with lyrics. So it, it's not really the same for me. I don't know why, because with, I play the piano too. So it kind of just comes out naturally when I write a song. Um, and I wish that translated over into blurb writing. It really translates more into my actual, kind of the way I write my prose in my stories. Okay. Think, um, just because it makes it, it's easier for me to kind of, hit people with emotion because I'm used to having to hit it with, you know, a few lines like this in mm -hmm. songs. So I, I wish it did it more with blurbs. <laughs> I think it makes my life a lot easier. Right. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like, um, I guess, what tips would you have for someone who wants to improve their prose, like looking at it from your unique perspective of being a songwriter slash author? Yeah, I definitely recommend reading poetry. Mm -hmm. I love poetry. So reading poetry, writing poetry, and don't worry about how you have it formed, whether it's correct or not. Just write out emotion. Um, write out like really, I would say close your eyes and think about what it feels like mm -hmm. to feel emotion and then just write that down. When I write songs, um, sometimes I turn out all the lights so I can't see anything mm -hmm. and I just start playing and I start singing and the lyrics will come so much easier if I'm not overthinking what it's supposed to be, if that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. My husband and I talk about this a lot, um, especially because we're kind of obsessed with Dua Lipa. <laughs> you know? oh, I love her. Yes. So I think a few years ago, he like discovered her through our library um, 
discovered her for us, not like we discovered her. Um, and so he was like, he comes home from a work trip and he's like, you gotta listen to this. And he's like singing along to all these songs. And you know, she's like really poppy, catchy, upbeat. Um, mm-hmm. And so she had a new album come out recently and I'm like obsessed with it. And I keep thinking like he and I talk about, you know, like, is it different for different songwriters? Like, do you hear the music? before the lyrics does somebody else do the music do you have the lyrics and you fit it to the music like or is it just different for each song um it sometimes is different for each song but usually I'll get lyrics in my head and I'll have to write them out and then I put it to music but every once in a while I'll sit down at the piano and just start playing and then some of my songs will literally write themselves in 10 minutes and that's when you know it's not like complete crap, <laughs> but when it just happens. So it, it really depends. But um, for me, I think usually the lyrics come first. Interesting. Yeah. So how do you feel like when you're writing a romance novel, do you feel like you sent, get a sense of the characters first or you have an idea of the plot or maybe, I guess maybe I should have backed it up and said, are you a plotter or a pantser or a Lancer, whatever plots are. I'm really more of a pantser than anything. I I do loose outlines, and then my characters usually light them on fire (laughs) as I'm writing them. But I do really, really, really in depth character profiles. So I have like um, every question. I basically interview my characters. I'll ask them things and write down answers to who they are things that will never make it into the actual novel. Like what would they be called in their high school yearbook? And what's their favorite childhood memory? Things like that. Because for me, then I can throw them in any situation and I'd know how they'd react. So for Beneath the Stars, um, since it's an interconnected series, I did have to do a little bit of a plot outline because I had to make sure all the side characters that are getting their own stories yeah. actually got their own stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But as far as the actual scenes in the book, I kind of just sit down and I, I write without stopping and then I go back in and I clean it up and the story kind of forms itself that way. And that's what works best for me. Interesting. Yeah. I love hearing different writers process, especially when they come from different backgrounds, you know, maybe not being a a novel writer first. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. but it is interesting. And I guess, you know, do you ever put those kind of, do you ever release that character profile as behind the scenes stuff for your fans or have you thought about it? I have not thought about that, but I'm definitely going to do that. That's a great idea. (laughs) I think I love it. Yeah, I mean, I've done some kind of random um, bonus content. So like one of my characters, he's a a nanny, a male Mm -hmm. nanny, whatever. Um, And he he's good at like cooking and teaching kids to cook and also like allergy friendly recipes. So he has like a cookbook that he's put together that readers can download. So I just think it's fun, you know, to do different things. Like I think people would probably really like to see your notes. That's a great idea. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I think, um, you know, the write out emotion is a really great point. And I think for me, I'm not as good about like just writing it through. I, I have a tendency to go back or maybe I get, you know, caught up because I, I have a distraction or something, but I know a lot of people talk about how um, crucial that is for them. And I feel like when you really get going and flowing, it is really nice to just 
go, go, go. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what made you want to make the shift to writing novels, um, specifically contemporary romance from songwriting? Okay. Well, this is a crazy story actually. Awesome. <laughs> so prepare yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I, I've been a reader for as long as I can remember, you know, I love reading and I read all kinds of romance, but I love contemporary romance. I love new adult romance. Um, and I had been thinking something just kind of in the back of my head for about a year, you know, maybe I should try to write a book. And I had never told anybody. Okay. I hadn't even mentioned it to my husband and my mom bought me a psychic reading. And the psychic reading, I know, okay, the psychic reading was done on Skype. He lives, you know, over in England. Uh-huh. He, and he likes to go on blind. He doesn't know anything except your first name. So I do this psychic reading. And one of the first things he says is, you know, uh, oh, well, you have a lot of creativity around you. He goes, well, who is it in your life that's, you know, writing a novel? or thinking of writing a novel. And I was like, well, do you mean, and I listed off, I have a lot of family members who have published novels or published books. So I'm like, oh, I have all these people. No, 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 no. They keep telling me, you know, to be published, to be Uh published, but they're really, really pushing that that would be a good idea. And so whoever this person is in your life, they really need, I don't know if it's you or someone else, but they really need to do it. So I was kind of freaked out. But I didn't do anything about it at that point, right? I was like, oh, whatever. So I, but at that point I told my husband, I told everybody because it was so creepy. So then about six months later, my husband gets a reading from this guy. And again, he didn't know that he was my husband, nothing. And in the middle of his, he goes, well, who, there's somebody really, really close to you who's gifted with the written word who, and they're saying English, the English language. And they keep saying to be published. And my husband was like, well, I don't know. Maybe it could be this person. They're like, no, 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 no. It's not published already to be published. And they're really, really telling me to let you know that whoever this person is needs to publish a book. And so when my husband told me that, I was like, okay, spirit world, whatever. (laughs) You're freaking me out, but I'll do it. So then I sat down and I started to write and Beneath the Stars and the Sugar Lake series was born. <laughs> wow, that is pretty crazy. That's really I fun. Know. Know, like what a fun story. It's almost like, uh, you know, how people share like their own romance story or their proposal. It's like you have a meet cute for your, your right. It's <laughs> 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 funny. <laughs> well, it definitely seems like it's been a great decision for you. I mean, I see you like everywhere and it seems like you're killing it and so I guess I wonder like what advice you would have for newer aspiring authors based on your experience whether it's to get a psychic reading or whatever (laughs) well yeah get a psychic reading (laughs) no I I really just think that if you're going to do it you should first of all just just go for it because you're gonna have all of these self-doubts you're gonna have imposter syndrome you're going and that's gonna continue to happen I mean, as far as it's happened, so, and I'm still a newbie, but it hasn't slowed down for me. I just ignore it and do it through it anyway. (laughs) But um, I think it's really important to be prepared. And so what I did was I researched, oh my gosh. And I still, I still read articles almost every day on marketing and on, you know, different outlets and 
how to get your book out there on um, newsletter swaps, things like that. I'm constantly trying to innovate and to grow and to learn. And so I, I researched a lot and I read a ton. I already read a ton, but I continued to read. And then my favorite authors, I kind of like not in a creepy way, but I stalked them on social media and I took notes of what they were doing mm -hmm. to market their books. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I mean, obviously that's, what's going to work. So my advice would be write, just write. And then when you're not writing, research ways to ensure your own success and then build your own stage and stand on it and shout about your book to the world. <laughs> And once it's released, continue to do that. Um, network. I spent months reaching out to bookstagrammers and book bloggers and forming connections with other authors and with them. And then a few months before my book released, I emailed a, a master list I had compiled and offered them ARCs and asked if they wanted to be part of my Blitz days. And I really, really contribute Beneath the Stars' initial success to that because mm -hmm. if it wasn't for all of them, I mean, nobody would have even given my book a chance. And instead, you know, it had a great release day. So you can't just expect things to, you can't expect to write a book and for people to want to pick it up and read it. It could be the best book in the world. So prepare, write, um, punch yourself out in the face. <laughs> and then just believe in yourself. That would be my advice. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, I think I've done a lot of similar things as far as like, you know, today is, well, not when this airs, but when we're talking um, mm -hmm. is the one year anniversary of my my first book in the series publishing. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Anniversary, <laughs> whatever. So, uh, you know, I had posted today about like, you know, I think all of us, but me especially, we have maybe a bad habit of not stopping to celebrate the successes, but just moving on to, okay, I've done this and like, what's next and let's keep going. Um, and, you know, I had read a book this year that had like a really great quote about that, about like, you know, don't let the desire for your new, you know, accomplishments outweigh what you've already achieved. And so it's like, you look back and you're like, yeah, right. like, wow, what an amazing year. And yeah, like I worked my ass off. Right. And you probably feel that way too. Like you, you put in a lot of this work and maybe, maybe people don't see that behind the scenes. They just see the, the success, but you really mm -hmm. have done a lot. Um, so I think that's, that's amazing. And thank you for sharing more about your journey as well. Yeah, of course. Um, so I guess uh, it sounds like you have other books planned in your series. Do you know how many? I know for me, um, I had four books planned originally in my Love in LA series, and then it just keeps like <laughs> growing in different ways. And I think part of that is stalling on like, what do I want to do next? Because I know I have like a bunch of ideas. Um, mm -hmm. And so I guess I wonder, do you, do you think you know how many books will be in the series or do you see that expanding or, or are you just open to the possibilities? There are going to be four books in the main series of mm -hmm. Sugar Lake. And I say main because my side characters in all of the books just take on lives of their own and they demand their own stories. So there is a very high possibility of there being a few spinoffs um, from the main series with some of the different characters. And, but, but I'm sticking with the four for the main. Okay. <laughs> this is okay. my proof right here. 
<laughs> I'm going to come talk to you in like six months because I thought I was on four and then it was like, well, yeah. a, a shared world novel and that came in and then it was mm-hmm. like, you know, these other things and some of them are kind of spinoffs. Like you said, they're not yeah. like, I wouldn't consider it the main book um, in the series, but yeah, it is interesting to see how mm-hmm. branch off. You kind of want to build like a family tree of your books where they're. Well, it's cool when you create your own universe and you just, and people are like, oh, do we get their book? Do we get their book? You're like, oh, I guess I could do that. <laughs> so there might be a few um, novellas or something like that in there. And then I have a super secret project I'm working on that I can't tell, talk about yet, but that one is not related to the Sugar Lake series, but that one probably end of next year is going to be released. Wow. It's very far out. I mean, it's like, I have a few things far further out than I would expect or I'm used to, but, um, but a year out is like very, it seems just me giving myself time with it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I understand. understand. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. I try to, uh, under promise and over deliver. Is that the right way? It's like, yeah, you know, I don't announce release dates until I'm certain that the book will be done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It just, it makes, it's funny, like some people, I don't know about you, work well under pressure as far as deadlines. For me, it's like, I always need to feel like I'm way ahead of the deadline. So if I have a deadline, even if I know I'm way ahead of it, it like stresses me out in the background and I have to just finish it so I can get it off my I'm a huge, I'm like a professional procrastinator and that's how I've been my whole life. So I have written even in school, all of my papers the night before. (laughs) So I do well under pressure, but I also hate that about myself because I, I I don't really like doing it. But for some reason, I'm like, Oh, I only have three weeks until this is due to my editor. I guess I should write more than 20,000 words. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're opposites on that. Cause I'm like, you know, freaking out about that's too funny. Um, so I had one last question about um, poetry because I I had read that you love it and then you mentioned that you love it and I I used to not be that into it and then I discovered like Atticus who's on Instagram love and then um, I loved a love letter to um, a love letter by Candy Steiner and Brittany Cherry which mm-hmm. I thought was really good and so I wondered if you have any other recommendations for books either that talk about the craft of writing poetry or just poetry like to read and enjoy? Well, honestly, Atticus is one of my all time. I mean, he's just unbelievable. I love everything he has ever written. (laughs) Um, And if you kind of like, I love John Keats. He's definitely not um, contemporary, but one of my all time favorites. So anything by him too, is just hits you right in the feels. I don't know if I have any books about writing the craft, but let me think about it. And I, I'll message you if I get any, so you can like okay. tell people about it. Thanks. Uh, but those are my top ones. And I love Candy Steiner and Brittany Cherry are two of my favorite authors anyway. And their poetry is top notch. Yeah. I really love that book. I felt mm-hmm. like you really hit a lot of the things that like you, they really spoke to how you might feel right like they mm-hmm. really I think did a good job of capturing that as a yeah. as a girl as someone who's been in love as someone who's experienced heartbreak whatever so yeah, yeah. I always know it's good when I read it I'm like man I wish I wrote that <laughs> it's so good yes <laughs> well thank you so much for chatting with me today Emily it's been lovely yeah thanks for having me
Um, before you go, I have to ask um, what three things you're grateful for today. For those who have read um, Unexpected, it's the nanny single parent romance with a twist because he's the younger nanny. Um, and so he asked this question of the little girl he watches every night. I love that. Um, <laughs> well, I'm grateful for my family, my daughter, Melody, and my husband. I am grateful for all of my readers because, I mean, they're the whole reason that they keep me writing. And I am grateful that um, my mom, even though she lives far away, she calls and has play dates with my daughter every week and she has like the same toys and everything. So I'm grateful that in these uncertain times where families can't be with each other in person, that we have the technology to still feel connected. That's so sweet. I'm like about to cry because <laughs> I'm really close to my mom and my daughter is too, but we're, yeah. we're fortunate that my parents live very close and they're like in our bubble. That's nice. <laughs> so they get to see each other. And I think, I don't know, I can't even imagine how hard it would be yeah, for them hard. and us not to see each other. So I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again. And um, you can find links to Emily's books in her Instagram bio, all of which are available in Kindle Unlimited. And be sure to visit her website and sign up for her newsletter to stay up to date on her new releases and maybe some new bonus material. <laughs> Um, until next week, this is Jenna Hartley. Cheers to love, laughter, and happily ever afters. Stay true to yourself and keep sharing your gifts with the world because we need more women's voices like yours. Thank you for listening and I can't wait to see you again. like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Uh, share it with a friend. The more empowered women we have, the stronger the world is, the better we'll be. Thanks.